you guys? Welcome to another episode of The Constance Annan Show. I am your host, Constance Annan. If you're listening in on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube, search for The Constance Annan Show, and there you can watch your girl. And if you are new here, I think it's important that you know that this is a talk show where we talk about everything and sometimes nothing at all. No matter what the case may be, just know this girl is getting into some things, all right? We're going to be getting into some things today with special guest Ava Great. And before I get into that and I introduce her, uh, I think it's important that I touch on the fact that y'all already know, some of y'all already know, I'm a huge advocate for believing in yourself and believing in your dreams and pursuing those dreams no matter how big or how small. In that same breath, I want to also speak to the fact that I understand that some of us may struggle with believing that our dreams are even achievable, attainable because of where we are from. I am from a small town, Alexandria, Virginia, woo woo, two, two, and shout out to all the Virginians. And if you're from a small town, I'm sure you can relate. It is very rare that you hear that somebody from your hometown made it big. That's why I'm very blessed and honored to say that today's special guest is from Alexandria, Virginia, and she has made it big. This woman is doing it big. She has played in the hit series Atlanta. She is also in the Netflix series Hintified. She is also walks for Nike, walks for Adidas. She has shot for Gucci and GQ. This woman has done a lot and she is only in the beginning of her career. This woman is on the rise and again, she truly is the epitome of believing in yourself and achieving your dreams no matter what it takes. Again, I'm blessed and honored to welcome Miss Ava Gray. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. And I, I watch y'all's interviews, you know, you're wearing all that designer. And I mean, you look cute. It's no shade or whatever. Do your thing. But you still have no clue where your money is or where your money's going. Well, that ain't me, all right? Huh. So, who owns your masters? What's up? I'm Ava Gray. So, before we get into all of the great accolades, I definitely want to take a step back and revisit the past, right? Uh, we're both from Alexandria, Virginia, and- MV, Mambo Thank you, and thank you. Thank you. And so I think my first question for you is, when did you start uh, pursuing entertainment? Entertainment um, just came with the journey, because uh, folks out here, I was doing theater, um, and then people, um, especially my mom was like, you know, you should break into something a little more like stable or permanent, um, like venture out into different uh, art forms, uh, heard about background and I mean, really socializing, uh, got to climb the ladder, um, getting to know people. But so the industry would be like, I mean, if you want to start it like at the bottom, it'd be like background. Um, but I was just like doing theater and like, then some modeling and then like background and stuff like that. Okay, okay. And I know you left Virginia. Yeah. When when did you leave Virginia to go to New York? I left right after high school. You said right after um, high school? And that's right a big step too. That's a big step too, because I feel like around that age point, a lot of people are still trying to figure out what it is that they were trying to do. How did you know that that was your calling? How did you know that that was the thing that was, that was speaking to you? I've always like been in I mean because I've I've tasted like New York like I've always uh had family here so I would come here um often like every year and I mean just the taste let me know like that's that's something I need to I need to look into that's something that like I can grow from like it was uh it was really big it was really scary but it was like it was like this is this is just my place mm-hmm. 
Okay. How did you get over that, that fear? Because I think a lot of people can attest to the fact that they'll have these dreams and these aspirations, right? But they will be scared because they don't know anything. I mean, by God's grace, you were able to have family that was there. So yeah. I think that, that might've provided you some comfort, but still that it was, I can only imagine how scary it was to make that move. So how was it, how were you able to get over that fear of the unknown? Falling. Like, I mean, when you finally, like, when you finally hit just rock bottom, I mean, that was your fear. Like, um, everything I sort of just, no, I mean, not everything, but a, a lot of things that, like, I weren't, I wasn't prepared for happened. And I mean, when I got to that situation, I was just like, oh, I mean, I'm still, I, I still got friends. I still, like, can move around. I can still go from gig to gig. Like, there was still a lot of hope. So living in that fear, I guess, just really helped. Can I probe a little bit and ask what falling looked like to you? Like when you fell, what was that? What was that? Where did you fall? What did falling look like? Um, like knowing that I wasn't going to be okay and like letting people know like, oh, like, no, it's cool. Like I'm just going to check into like a shelter real quick. And, and it's just, I didn't realize how hard even that situation was. So I mean, having to ride the train from like one stop to the last stop and get a quick nap in and go to a gig and um, wait for that check to come and keep stacking up, letting people know like, hey, like, is there, do you, like, do you know any place that has a job? Like, do you know any place that's like just hustling, just talking to people? Right. Definitely had to put yourself out there. I mean, from your perspective, would you say, and I guess you kind of touched on it, but would you say that it definitely mattered, like who you knew mattered as opposed to what you knew? Does that question make sense? No, definitely. Um, but no, like, thankfully I got to experience a lot of life and being under the comfort, like of not really a stable, like, parent-child relationship mm -hmm. I was under like the universe and the universe taught me a lot of hard lessons so it was very like getting like maneuvering to shelter um was more about what I knew like what I could like how much I could endure with my body like mm -hmm. I, I had to make it work so it was about what like what I knew how to how to hustle mm -hmm. um but people, of course, are always super, super important. Um, I think I just, my path was a little more self-made. Okay, let's talk about the self-maintenance then. I mean, you keep mentioning a shelter and I hate to make you relive that trauma. I, I went through a little homeless dip myself. Uh -oh. I, I would right. keep going to the shelter, right? What'd you say? I said, I'm sorry. Oh, girl, I mean, life moves on. As you say, you learn about yourself in the midst of all of that. You figure out, you know, how resilient you are and things of that nature. So no need to apologize to me, but I appreciate it. I think um, <laughs> I definitely want to commend you because I, I remember walking up to shelters, looking around and feeling like, just afraid, disgusted. Like I just couldn't do it, right? So I chose, like I preferred to sleep on a train before going to that shelter, right? But obviously you have to do what you have to do. And so in the midst of homelessness, in the midst of being in that shelter, um, no, no, no. I never, I was, I was very much like you, like I just went there and I was like, dang, this is a big process. Like right. you have to like come here like all the time, like you have to get, so I just decided to do other things like sleep on the train and stuff gotcha. like that. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So how, what, like, how are you staying motivated? Does that make sense? Like you're going through all of this shit. You're still in pursuit of this, this dream that you have. How are you staying motivated? Now it's where it's people. Now it's not about like what I know now it's about who I know. And, and it's not about like people in power. It's about people who like feed into me though. Like even be like, Oh, like you're doing it. Like that really, really means a lot to me. Like people mm-hmm. just being like, I saw you and like, that was really cool. Like every critique is super, super, um, it gives me a lot of moments to reflect. Um, and as an artist who just doesn't, I don't know my niche yet. I mean, I know I, I love comedy. I want to do comedy, right. uh, especially dramedy. But an artist who's just trying to figure it out, I love connecting with people. So now it's definitely about the people I know. Okay. Okay. As you, as you say that, um, I, I think that I find myself being like, I often have this, uh, what's the word? I'm like a little picky, right? About who I'll decide to have on my show or who I'll decide to connect with. Mm. Would you say that in, in the start of your career, you were picky, you had room to be picky, or were you just taking any type of job that was offered to you, anything that you could find? Do you feel like there's room for, for new artists to even be picky? you should always have standards. And I mean, if that's what picky is, then cool. Like you should always wanna give back into your legacy. Cause like, it's it's not just about you. Like I, I know that I wanna incorporate the kids that I was teaching back in the day. Like I know that I still wanna always work with kids. So I mean, I can't really do porn like it's so it's like um it's just it's just a standard of like what I want my legacy to be like what audience I want to reach you know it's just it's always going to be a personal um decision and I don't think anybody should knock anybody for for not collaborating with um with anybody who's not aligning with their complete legacy because we don't we have no idea what's going through other people's heads right 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 totally agree um, all right. So speaking about being picky or having those standards as a trans woman, is your, is your over, how can I say this? Do you ever feel like you're boxed in and you only get trans women roles, like trans female roles? Or are you open, not open, but like, do you feel like there's room for you to get, first of all, what are you, <laughs> how do you identify as an actor? Like, are you open to doing anything or are you only looking for trans female roles? No. Um, I think we have a great team. Um, my my agent, she submits me for like everything, but my I used to have a my um, manager really really knew what my legacy was about, and I mean he would go so far as to um, read any script and you know talk to the director and be like, hey, like this guy in this in this in this character or whatever, like I don't really feel like it needs to have a gender. Like, can Ava play this? Mm-hmm. Like. I'm looking for a role. Gotcha. I'm looking for something challenging, something that scares me. Like, even if like the guy can be changed to me, like it doesn't have to be female or trans. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be male. It doesn't, it just has to fit what I, what I want to do. Okay. What's your legacy? You keep referring to it. What is, what, what do you, what is your legacy? I need my children and my grandchildren to like be set like I need them I need to like roll the dice to like make sure it's that I have money to leave behind that I 
that I have stuff to leave behind, that I have, um, that I've worked, that I can show anybody and be like, I was really proud of that. I was really proud to be there on set. Like, I need to have a sense of pride around um, the art that I do. Okay. How has the industry been, um, like, how accepting has the industry been of you? Just how, how, how accepting has your, how, how accepting have people been of you being a trans woman and, you know, pursuing entertainment I think obviously now transgenderism is widely becoming widely accepted but I believe when you started it wasn't as it wasn't as commonly spoke about it wasn't as it wasn't as often as you would turn on the tv and see a trans woman playing a role like how has the industry been to you how have people been treating you how was how was everyone how receptive have people been to Ava well I'm still here so um it's like there's gonna there's gonna be people to try to knock you down. There's gonna be like three, four times as many people to lift you up. So I've experienced the good and the bad and the business, you know. Can I have an example of like what the bad looked like for you? Um when I was modeling, uh it wasn't like like trans wasn't the thing of culture. Um so I was into, um, I wasn't doing a lot of, uh, I wasn't, my, my lane, I was just trying to be a model. Like I was just trying to reach people, just reach any designer. Mm-hmm. And I was making it and I was doing my thing. And um, after I got outed, um, I mean, I just lost all my, all my connects, like mm-hmm. all photographers, all design, like all shows, all fashion shows. Um, I had like one or two um it was I don't know I mean I wasn't devastated I just, I, I remember feeling really really free I remember being like oh damn like it's out cool like <laughs> yeah all right like let's just find a find a new lane like it wasn't my first time having to start over right so at that point I was just like this is gonna be my life like I'm just gonna be open about it and see what happens right as far as being outed were you was it that they didn't know that you were a trans woman or was this before you transitioned what uh, how are you yeah. out like out of- yeah they didn't know I was trans um it was right. another uh it just like put up a post and um was like you know like I know that nobody in this, everybody uh we we all had our like industry connects and stuff like that so um she was she was big and up there as well um so it reached people that knew me and who I knew. Um, and I just had to start over. But yeah, as a being trans, because I just, after I transitioned, I just, uh, I, I didn't want to have a label of, of transness. Um, I had a sense of pride, but well, I was developing a sense of pride because I was definitely living in a lot of fear um, and developed that sense of pride. But um, I just, I forgot where I was going with that one. <laughs> okay, well, you were talking about how you know after you got outed, you were you were happy and it, it felt free, and also the fact that you weren't even trying to be labeled. And so I do apologize yeah. for labeling you. I didn't mean to offend you or label you as something that you don't identify as. So no, try- this is this is twenty twenty two. You know, open conversation. Um, everyone labels me as trans. Uh, I'm so thankful for the articles that have come out about me lately just in regards to the the actress mm-hmm. um the artist you know I've I've definitely feared in the beginning 
having all my articles being trans actor Ava Gray like and it's just like dang like I didn't study like the components of being a trans actor I just don't feel like that's what I did I felt like I entered the world of artistry and I have a sense of pride of being an artist so okay yeah no so then I definitely apologize like that <laughs> that was just wrong of me to try to box you in I appreciate the like the candidness and and how receptive you are to it and how chill you are I appreciate it but I do apologize I didn't mean to box you in um especially because that that seems to be what people in the industry tend to do for a lot of people whether it be a woman whether it be, whatever the case may be a lot of the times people try to confine you and box you in and I know that we are just that thing there's so go ahead I'm sorry we get boxed. I was just piggybacking. Yeah, 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 for sure. So sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But all right, so you you made it to stardom. You were on Atlanta. I remember my brother came in. He was like, Ava's on Atlanta. I was like, oh my God. I knew, well, I'd been following you. So I already knew that that was something that was going to happen. How did you feel when you got the call about being on Atlanta? Mm, mm, I was, I was really giddy. Like, <laughs> I was really, really giddy. And it didn't last long. Um, like they got it was just so fast I did the audition and I think like two hours later Alexa Fogel called me and was like oh like you know you got it or whatever mm -hmm. and I was really happy for a few hours and then they were like you have to like go get a passport by like Monday or something and I was like dang like I don't I don't I, I just lost the role and right. I was sort of mellow and then they were like we have another actress on standby in case you don't get the passport and I was like, yo, I've been an actress on standby. I'm like, hell no. I'm like, yeah. I ain't giving it to her. <laughs> right. So if she the road to me, like I should be able to get the means to go get the damn passport. Right. So it was a big, huge, messy journey. License got suspended in the process, but mm -hmm. definitely it was a, it was, it was a win. It was okay. A win. I bet. And has life changed since then? Yeah. Okay. What are some changes that you've experienced since being on Atlanta? Um, being recognized okay. is uh very like I'm sort of adjusting. I don't really know how to take it, but we're like, oh my gosh, like I've seen you, like, and I'm like, oh, just <laughs> I think I, I wait a long time for to like for them to figure it out. I don't like I don't really know how to like socialize. It's been a pandemic, so <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'll just stand there for like 20 minutes and then they'll be like, Elena. Right. Yeah, okay, cool. Like, I'll see you around. Like, <laughs> I guess I don't really know what to say to people mm -hmm. who, who like see the show because um, I, I had somebody who was expecting me to be Lorraine and was very off guarded by like, oh, like you have like the King to uh, my. Gotcha looks like do you read a lot and I'm like yeah like I'm reading Roots right now and blah blah and, and it just it was a big disconnect and I was like Damn, like is that how people view me like do our people want to view me <clears throat> after the character so I feel you is it hard I mean I guess not for you I would assume not for you like being able to separate yourself from the artist but you're saying that people just they they struggle with separating you from the art that you do yeah rather than seeing you as you is that a problem for you no um I think right now it's the beginning stages and I'm like I'm like that's interesting it's interesting to digest right but I mean I'll play more characters so 
Right, 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 right. I think I want to talk about like mindset and confidence because I feel like you obviously have to have a, a there, there needs to be a shift in your mindset. You have to have a particular mindset in order to pursue your dreams, right? And I really do respect you for again packing up everything that you know here and going somewhere else. And so if you can just walk me through the things that you do to make sure that you are in alignment with this uh, journey and path that you are on. Yoga. Okay. Um, anger management classes. Um, Cause I don't do, I haven't dealt with situations the best way. Um, anger management's definitely changed my life tremendously. Um, waking up and just like programming myself to be happy. Um, and it sounds weird, but it's like, feeling my body, like mm-hmm. shaking the elbows around, eventually I'll be happy and mm-hmm. like out the bed. Um, communicating my my dreams. I've heard that over the past few years. Sorry, there's a sign. It's okay. Up. But when you discuss your dreams and your goals with people, it 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 only manifests them like even even stronger. So um, writing a pilot, um, I finished an episode of a new show I wanna create create like not only focusing on acting is helpful being in forms of um different different mediums of art like whether i succeed or fail um you know good or bad that is just strengthening me Mm -hmm. i think it is beautiful that you're not afraid to afraid to fail did um your acting journey help you with that or were you always just like you know I will you know failure is what it is I'll accept it and I'll push forward um my acting my my tv and film acting journey helped me because I the team got to find out that oh I was a good actor Mm -hmm. but I really sucked on camera like I I was um man oh my gosh those early auditions were crazy like my eyes were just like I was like, do you need water? It's just like, who are you talking to? Like, like, I know the other actor would have to be like, hello, like I'm right. Right. I mean, I was just so bad. Like my tempo, my pace, I would like do like a weird rhythm with the, mm-hmm. it was just so bad. So having to, I got called out for being a lazy actor. Um, and right then and there, it just, it just changed me. Like, I was like, all right, like I'm a lazy actor. So that was then, this is 10 seconds now. And it's just, I haven't, I haven't gone back. Okay, thank you. I, I appreciate hearing you say that. And I say thank you because um, it, it, it just reminds me that the critiques and the criticisms don't define me. If anything, they should be tools that I use to improve, you know, who my presentation or whatever the case may be. So I can appreciate that. I can respect that. What is your, what has been your favorite project? Obviously it doesn't only have to be acting as, as it relates to modeling, whatever the case may be, because I know you've done an, a, a bunch of things. What has been your favorite project? Um, first thing that pops in my head is Down Dog. Because okay. I mean, it, up until the past few weeks, it, it really was. It was the most um, heartfelt to me. It was a short film I did at the very start of my TV um, and film career. Um, But now developing this pilot, like being able to write and reassuring myself in in my strengths and in my faults, um, 
that has been like my baby. So okay, okay, cute. I'm saying cute, great. I wish I I, I, I yeah. hope. No, it was cute. It was cute, but I feel like yeah. cute kind of belittled it. No, cute, cute that you I, I, have. You know, cute that Doll Dog was your favorite project, and I think it's dope that you're also writing. Um, that's amazing because I know it's not easy to write. Like I have sat trying to write something and it takes forever. So to be able to complete an episode, I can only give you a round of applause. I mean, you're just doing so much and to have known you. I mean, you know, I ain't know you like that, like that when we were younger, but. Oh, we you know, knew each other. No, we knew each other. You were but I ain't gonna say. We, we knew each other. <laughs> no, we knew each other, but you know, I was friends with your sister. It's not that I was yeah. friends with you. So I can't say that I knew you like a book front and back. You know what I'm saying? But it's beautiful to see who you are today. Um, and I think, I just want to ask, what is your like, I think for me, I envision it as a purpose. Like I have this mission, this purpose, this thing that drives me. What is it that drives you? What is it that you feel is your purpose? What is it that you're trying to leave this earth with? And I know you had mentioned the legacy and if that's the answer, then that's the answer. But is there anything that you were trying to just really just do on this earth that you have yet to do? Unite. Okay. Okay. I really hope in some way I get to unite people. Like I really get to allow people to um, see one another, see themselves in one another, see like each other's faults and be like, even though like I don't get it, I don't understand it, I don't like it. Like I rock with you. Right. Like, and not, and also not aligning with people just because you have to, if, if that person's a foul person, like don't don't make it seem like I have to be friends with that person right. because they're the it thing like I mean I I really want to encourage honesty I I really want the next generation to experience a hell of a lot of less abuse when it comes to families when it comes to school uh, uh this society so healing and uniting um are big big hopes of mine and in some way I really hope I get to do it I hope so too. I think you will. I think you just being you will definitely speak to others. I hope that this um, interview or conversation speaks to others. And again, I just want to say that you have definitely, I, I've always felt like I could do anything that I wanted to do, right? But but you have spoken to that. You've shown me that it's definitely possible, especially being from where we're from. There isn't a lot of people that I can, I, I think you're the only person I can name that I could say that I went to school with this person and now she's a star. <laughs> like you are chasing your dreams. You're making things happen. And so I respect it and I appreciate it. And it communicates to me. It's a reminder to me that I shouldn't give up. So I, I really appreciate it. You got stuff to say. You're funny. You're on, you're on the beat. I remember I watched one of your videos, like, so it was you in the car and oh. you said so fast. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like she, she just doesn't even know if everything she's about to develop into. Like, Aww, I feel like you're good. You're about to be that next star as well. You are very, very capturing. So kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. The time is cutting short, Ava. I'm going to give you the opportunity to say whatever it is that you have to say, whatever it is you want to let the people know about. If there's anything coming up, this is the time to let us know. Look out for my pilot um, in touch with producers. Also would love to talk to other writers, other people who have experiences on this earth, love talking and lead with peace and love. I know that's right. Thank you so much, Ava. First of all, I, we didn't even go over the the, the um, accolades, all right? Tell me if this is correct, because I looked at an article. I just want to make sure that this is really it. Like this girl has walked for Nike, Adidas. I did. Okay, shot no. with Gucci and GQ. 
Yes, I was in um, a film that they, they they paired up and they and they did together. Okay, let's see what else we got going on. You've been in Playboy and Vogue. I know you did a Teen Vogue uh, interview yeah. recently. And then I did a Vogue um, a few years ago talking about like fashion inclusion, actually from the same writer who wrote the Vim article. Um, and I also did a Teen Vogue um, article recently. Girl, you're so humble. You just sitting here like, yeah, I've done this. I've done that. These are really big names. Um, just shout out to you. Like, really, I, I'm seeing all of the shit that you are doing. And all I can do is give you a round of applause. Thank you. And Playboy with Spencer O'Stranger. That's what that was. Okay. Yes, girl. You. There's <laughs> another name on here. I can't even pronounce it. That means I know you're doing good. Willie Shavaria. Yes, Willie Shavaria. He's like the editor of like Gap or something or Calvin Klein now. Like, like He's so big. He's like, uh big big shout outs to him and he's someone every time I meet a friend of his they've known him for 20 years so he obviously has a good heart congratulations to you girl and I'm gonna always be rooting for you even if it's behind the scenes okay thank you so much Ava Ava give them your um socials uh avagray.xo is my ig I have a twitter um I don't know the social but it's like avagray something 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 probably like xoxo um yeah Okay. All right. Um, everything will be in the description box below. You guys check out Atlanta. And again, stay on the lookout for her pilot. That's the big news. This girl went and wrote something. <laughs> so um, shout out to you, girl. And we're just going to wrap it up. Okay. I'll talk to you again. Thank you so much for this opportunity to speak with you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. You as well. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Y'all already know what it is. Go ahead and follow me everywhere at Constance Anna Show. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok at Constance Anna Show. And follow my personal page so we can kick key and TT on the regular at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Thank y'all so much for giving me some time out of your day to sit back and watch me. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And if you haven't already done so, please leave today's episode a review and a rating. If you're watching it on YouTube, like it, subscribe. Y'all do what y'all got to do to get me right. And I'll continue to do what I got to do to get y'all right on a weekly basis with new episodes i'll see you guys next week Ooh, and do not forget as always click that link in the description box below to be notified when the constant show merch drops i love y'all i appreciate y'all and i'll see you in next week's episode peace